My brother's forgiven me. He, Dr. Hong, brother Numsi has forgiven me. Dear brother, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm finally back. What's going on, man? Not much, man. It's been a long time. Yeah, I know, man. I know. I mean, we've been talking. Yeah, we just haven't been talking through this platform. So, right. Yeah. Um, uh, our bad. My bad. You know what I'm saying? Because at any time we should have been talking, it should have been now. Yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely. I mean, it's, and it's, it's as easy as this. It's doing a Zoom call. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of just calling through the phone, we could have just been recording the call through Zoom or something. You know. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's on us. Um, hopefully we ain't lost all six of our fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking about like how many fans we could have gotten during this whole time had we, you know what I'm saying, just stuck with it. Yeah, yeah, true that. True that, man, because I, 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 like, I like what we talk about. Um, and I've heard good feedback from people out there, so hopefully uh, we can gain some momentum and keep this thing going. Uh, so I guess this is uh, – kind of like a season two <laughs> we, we just had like yeah. one of them long breaks you know what i'm saying um so welcome to 2020 uh which <laughs> we, we've 2020. already had yeah we've already had episodes of 2020 but you know this is the COVID 2020 um it's the new world uh which is crazy so uh how you been dealing with this COVID thing honestly i mean over the entire year or i will say six to seven months it's been Business as usual for me, you know. Uh, luckily, I'm an essential worker, so no, uh, no lack or you know, what I'm saying any concerns with the going to work. I've been working from home, been going to work. I've been uh, enjoying the time, actually being at home working and actually spending time with you know my daughter London. Uh, mm -hmm. So that was a blessing, honestly, looking back on it. Just spending that time at home um, and, and just nourishing the relationship that we have uh, during this time was, was uh, something that I would cherish during this 2020 time. So that's a, that's a positive thing that I can look back on. I got you. Now, you say essential worker. Uh, is that, I mean, you're still in the car industry, though, right? I am in the car industry. However, I, you know, I don't build the car. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm in the admin office. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm a manager, so though everybody this not everybody in the office were essential workers, but majority of us were. So unfortunately, it was the the people who were actually putting together the cars who actually got uh, time off from work. I would say uh, during this during this COVID time, and everybody who actually had admin jobs actually were considered business essential for the business to continue running during the time. Yeah. Okay. All right. I know for me, we ramped up in the beginning of this thing. Um, not only did we have COVID happening, so we had to, we deployed some people, not deployed, we sent some people uh, with medical screeners, uh, you know, to kind of keep the medical screeners safe and, and, and just direct traffic and stuff like that. Um, so my job got a little more hectic. Um, but on top of that, we also, you know, we were dealing with, uh, protest mm -hmm. um you know earlier well not earlier in this year but in spring um so yeah so um with that you know 
we definitely ramped up for that. We had some people downtown. I went downtown twice, uh, saw some people get arrested and stuff, uh, protesting down at the Capitol. What was so the protest about? Talk about it. Let's talk about it. I mean, they were, they were, so the protest, of course, was uh, initially started based off of George Floyd's death, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so once he was shot, uh, was he shot? I don't even remember, man. Sometimes this stuff blend in. No, he was suffocated. Right. Okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's when old boy had his knee on his neck for like right. 12 minutes. Um, so forgive me for that. But uh, so... Yeah, so that was the kickoff. But then um, I think they were down at the Capitol because uh, they wanted some legislation changed as far as the police and defunding. Um, but also uh, they wanted the bust of, uh, what's that dude's name? Racist Confederate uh, Ford, Nathan Bedford Ford, I think is his name or something like that. Uh, Ford. His, his, Nathan Bedford Ford is Forrest. I thought it was just Ford. Nathan Whatever Forrest. it is. <clears throat> man, you need Whatever to... his name is. What you been doing during this time, man? You didn't you, you forgot a bunch of stuff. Hey, you trying whatever. to remember go, going through your archive memory. It's, it's been a while, man. That was like June, July. You know what I mean? We in September now. Yeah, it's, it's anyway, Nathan Bedford Forrest. They wanted him oh, removed. They wanted his bust removed because it's not a full statue mm-hmm. in the Capitol. Um, right. So since then, they have removed that. But they was just also just like kind of occupying the Capitol, the grounds of the Capitol. So that's why they got arrested because they were uh, on uh, government property after hours. Um, they were asked to move. Um, it's kind of crazy seeing it from this side. Um, as opposed to that side, you know what I mean? As opposed to the protest side, uh, cause seeing it from like standing there with my shield and my baton and, you know, I'm all geared up and stuff and I'm looking at these people and they're, you know, shouting at us talking about, you know, why are you in riot gear? You know, they ain't no riots here. You know, that's, that's their chant to us. And I'm like, I'm in riot gear cause you here. Like if you leave, <laughs> I get to leave. <laughs> like I'm not asking, like I didn't, I didn't be like, hey, man, let's go downtown today in full gear. It's hot. Like, let's just stand outside. You know, nah. So, right. I mean, but it's it's two sides to every story. Um, so we out there because we have to be, you know, and they out there because they want to be. But, you know, because they're out there, it's causing us to be out there. And then they're getting amped up because we're out there. So it's kind of like this back and forth type thing. It's real interesting to see how it plays out. But then it, it is. I mean, what's interesting to me is how, you know, protesters go out there and um, they, they call themselves peaceful. And, and nine times out of 10, they are peaceful. However, whenever the military or police show up, then things escalate really quickly because they, they think that their civil rights are being silenced by you all being right. there. Which is not the case is is you know you all are there just to try to keep the peace you know what I'm saying from the majority of it right right yeah exactly just because I mean you can't dictate that everybody in that protest is going to be peaceful I mean earlier in the you know earlier during when the protest first started you saw uh, statues getting torn down uh, you saw buildings catching on fire so right. you know you want people readily available in the areas to where they can stop that if it does happen and matter of fact 
uh, the first time that we got called down or people that, you know, in my unit got called, it, uh, they set the library down, I think it was, or the courthouse. It was the courthouse. Somebody uh, set the courthouse on fire, a curtain, uh, but still. So, you know, we got called because the courthouse was on fire. So, um, and after that point, we, I mean, we pretty much went down every day for probably about a month and then we switched to like every weekend and then, you know, it slowly started to trickle down. But I think highway patrol is still there, you know, still guarding, still sitting inside. So it's kind of, uh, it's, it's still a situation and I can only see it getting ramped up here in a little bit anyway, uh, due to the presidency. Um, so we'll see how that kind of plays out, you know, mm-hmm. and, and on top of all that, you know, black men are still getting killed. So uh, it's always the potential of, you know, protests reuniting again in a heavy way. Um, not that it stopped because they, they still um, have been very active. Um, unlike years past, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like a constant push. Um, so, you know, every two weeks or so there's a process somewhere you know, um, but it's just not as heavy as it was back in June, back in July. So, uh, all it's still, it's, is, like you said, it's still there though. Yeah, it's still, it's definitely still there. So all it takes is another tipping point and then we right back at it, you know? Yeah. I was reading, um, something on CBS, uh, and it was talking about how the number of cases of people that were killed in the first eight months of 2020. And, um, as, as a, in a total, it was like 594 cases of people who were killed by police, and that's that's including everybody. And but it said yeah. that out of that 594 cases, 241 of those people were white, and 115 of those people were black. Now, 80 percent of those uh, 241 people were armed white people before they got, you know, what I'm saying, uh, passed away, killed, killed by the police. But 70% of the black people killed by police didn't have anything on them. Right. Now, I can believe that. And I don't know. So I heard something this weekend. Uh, I think his name's Covington. He's a UFC fighter. Uh, he fought Ty- Tyrone Woodley. Oh, yeah. And I saw won. That. Yeah. Uh, and his his his. his his comments after the fight, now apparently he's been talking reckless for a minute anyway. I just haven't been following him. But I heard this and I saw President Trump uh call him and congratulate him and tell him to bring the belt to the White House whenever he wins it. And I was like, blah 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 blah. But like this dude, man, like he called it out LeBron James and mm-hmm. talking about, you know, uh like Tyrone because he stands for Black Lives Matter. He's trying to divide the country, and that's not the case, man. That's that's furthest from the case. Like we right. want to be unified. We want the country to be one, but what, what they don't understand is cause they, they look at it like, Oh, this person was a criminal. So, you know, I don't know why y'all trying to make them a hero. Well, here's the thing. Nobody's not saying that they didn't do anything wrong. Right. You know, if, if, if somebody goes and robs a, a liquor store and then get caught by the police and then killed if they're unarmed, Nobody saying that they didn't rob the liquor store. What we're saying is you didn't arrest them and take them to jail so they could have their due process. Instead, you just went ahead and killed them. You just went ahead and shot right. them. 
And that's that's right. where the injustice is. Uh, the, the, the Caucasians, the white folks, get every benefit of the doubt before they pull that trigger. Where, yeah. Or or uh, uh, put a knee on their neck or, you know, <laughs> just whatever case, you know, put them in the chokehold. You know, they get every, you know, every benefit of the doubt. I was watching a video not too long ago on Worldstar where it was this white dude dog cussing the cop. And the cop had his, gu- his gun drawn and he got back in his truck. White dude gets back in his truck talking about, man, like F you this and F you that. And I'm like, if he was black, he would have got shot the moment he stepped towards his truck, mm-hmm. you know, and he never got shot. Yeah. He never got shot. Yeah. Um, and it's just crazy. Like you just give them every benefit of the doubt. And that's where the problem lies. Nobody's not saying that these people are the greatest people on earth. You know what I mean? Like, but take them to jail so that they can have their day in court. So, you know, they can be tried by a jury of their peers or whatever the case may be, whatever the outcome will be but let them live to see whatever the outcome is like their life right. shouldn't you're not just jury and execution or you're not just dread out there you know what i mean just just doing whatever you want and coming up with your own sentence no i 100 agree man I, I hate the fact that things get taken out of context specifically about the black lives matter movement not the organization the movement so because there's an organization and there's a movement, people just automatically associate one and the two the same. And they're not. They're two totally different things. I support the movement. I'm not necessarily the, the, the organization because there are some radical things that the organization has said that I don't align myself personally with. However, with the movement, Black Lives Matter is something I can get behind. That's a banner I can get behind because like you said, there are so many different cases, ongoing cases, where we are disproportionately executed as black men in America. So I get behind the movement because my life does matter. However, the Black Lives organization, I don't know which came first. And I'm, was it the organization or was it the movement? Was it the organization that came after the, after the movement? Or was this always a Black Lives Matter organization that spawned hashtag Black Lives Matter. Either way it goes, I can differentiate the two, but for some reason, the rest of the country cannot. It's, it's, it's one and the same, and it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's no different than like uh, all these people talking about, you know, if you don't stand for the stand during the national anthem, then you you don't respect the veterans. You don't respect the troops. Like, you nobody know, never say nothing like that. Like, right. where, where y'all getting this stuff from? I'm a vet. I've never felt offended by somebody taking a knee. Our father's a vet. He's never felt offended by somebody taking a knee. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it has nothing to do with it. Like, yes, the national anthem, like everybody stands, is supposed to be a, a sign of unity, but you're not united with us. Thus, that's why they're taking the knee because you're not united with us. You're not hearing our cause. You know, our cause is just simple. We want to live. You know what I mean? We don't want to be scared of the police. You know, it it makes no sense for any of us. You know, as soon as 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 we see like those top bar lights behind us, like we get nervous, man. It's just instant. It's a nervousness that you cannot explain. Yeah. So, you know, in you can't say that there's nothing there. You know what I mean? Like we, we are raised to like handle the situation a certain type of way. 
you know, you get a you get a talk from your parents or whatever, you know, hey, uh, you know, make sure your hands are on the steering wheel. Don't make no quick moves. And, you know, yeah. and, and you can do everything and it still don't matter. You know what I mean? It still don't matter. I have I, I worry about. I have, yeah, I have a, a concealed carrying permit. Right. So uh, that shows up on my license. If uh, if I get pulled over, uh, first thing I have to do is uh, is let them know that I have a concealed carrying permit and tell them whether or not right. I have the weapon with me or not with me, and where it is if I do have it with me. Don't matter. It does not matter. We've already seen this, and uh, I think it was uh, Philando. Is that his name? Uh, yeah. It it just happens over and over again. Nothing nothing yeah. changes on our end. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Our and that just heightens the it just heightens the tension because like now I have this I have the possibility of having a weapon. So now I don't want to move. You know what I mean? Like I I almost like I I haven't been pulled over in several years, thank God. You know what I mean? Like it's been a long time since I've been pulled over. But if I did get in that situation, I'm gonna have to be like, hey, officer, do you mind if I step like I want to get out of the car? Because I don't want you to think that I'm anywhere near a weapon. Like, let me get out of the car. You can put me in cuffs. I don't care. Like, let's let's remove any thought that like I might pull something. Yeah, like I'm a, I'm a threat to you because yeah, because yeah. I'm not. And half the time, I don't even drive with my gun. You know, it, it's it stays at the house most of the time. But like, they don't know that, and I know they don't know that. And I know that they have encountered somebody that has lied to them at some point in time. So now they feel like I might be lying because they've already ran into this situation before. You know, everything, everything is based off of what they've, what's happened to them before. You know what I mean? And, and they start stereotyping and grouping and, and, and all this type of stuff to try to make it home safely or what they feel like is safely. Right. And this is for the good officers. This is not even for the racist ones, which is out there. You know what I mean? So that's a whole nother uh, conversation itself. Right, right. I mean, at the end of the day, people want to go to point A and then come back to point A. I mean, it's come, they want to leave their house and come home the same way they left it. Right. Don't nobody want to go home and worry about getting stopped, getting shot, you know, getting in any type of form of violence or anything like that, let alone getting into an accident, which is, you know, saying I would rather get into an accident in some cases than to get stopped by a police officer. Yeah. So it's crazy. It is definitely crazy. And the only way that we can stop this, this whole thing, not only is the protest good and needed, but also our votes coming up in the 2020 election um do your history i mean bet these people out on both sides i'm not telling you who to vote for but unfortunately you know saying so we i hope people don't think that this is a the side of the, the lesser of two evils rather than just actually digging into the meat of the what they stand for and the policy as a as a as a, a nation but yeah. don't stop at the nation because uh, there's the local politics is even more important than the president. I don't, you, yeah, you've seen the, the, the have you seen the video? Uh, I suppose the Kia sent us a, a oh, she sent it to me or she posted something about a, a, a gentleman on Instagram. He got yellow hair and he broke down the whole entire um, system. Was he rapping? You, you break it up. I'm sorry. 
did he rap? Did he rap? Yeah, it? he yeah he did rap it. Yeah, yeah, that I've guy, seen that guy. yellow hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he broke down the entire system, and basically what he says is one hundred percent true. And like, we are focused always on, and we've been saying this for years that we're focused on the president. But however, we need to be focused on who we are elected for Congress, who we're electing it for, you know, our mayor and city and judges and things of that nature, because those are the ones who are actually changing our lives. Mm-hmm. President is also, but that's a far distant type change. They're changing laws and creating laws, but those local politics has the most immediate effect on your life day to day. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I concur. Everybody needs to get out and vote. And I have my I have my way of thinking about the, the electoral process. Um especially with the electoral college, especially with the way that uh, people tend to group together, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So like, you know, you can have a, a state like Tennessee, which is pretty much always Republican. Um, but you find that Nashville, you find that Memphis, that maybe even Chattanooga are democratic cities, but it's these rural counties and districts and the way that the whole districts is set up um you know it's set up really against the people that you know want to be in major cities Mm -hmm. you know um which is an issue um but i I can't really see a fix unless people just start fanning out and i ain't gonna tell nobody to move nowhere you know um so yeah that's why it's good to to impact your local laws and your local policies and and, and the uh, people that you get um, on that end as well. So I I do concur with you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And speaking of, uh, you know, the presidency and voting, uh, something major might happen here in the next little bit uh, with, uh, unfortunately, Ruth Bader Ginsburg just passed away, Supreme Court Justice. Uh, So that means that another one shall be named possibly before this uh, election even comes out. So what's your thoughts on that? I think that uh, depending on who he nominates, it may be a good thing. It may be a bad thing. I don't know. It just depends on who he nominates for that position. I mean, for one, he vowed that it would be a female, which is a great thing, but depending on how that judge, um, what their rationale, their history of presiding over different cases and things like that will determine on, you know, if that's a good fit or not for me, you know? Right. So I think it, it could, it could be good. It could be bad. It definitely could be, uh, it, but same way if it, if we wait until the election, for example, if, um, if Biden does win, and then he nominates somebody. Who's to say that the person he nominates is going to be good? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy that in our lifetime, well, not in our lifetime, but Supreme Court judges seem to sit on the court for quite some time. Yeah, and it seems like there's positions. been a big turnover here recently. You know, within the past, I'll give it eight years, it's been a pretty big turnover. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I think people need to follow it and, and kind of see because it's going to set the stage uh, or tip the scale as far as the, the 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 members of the Supreme Court to what their deciding factors will be. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. will they start to decide more conservative? Will they go super liberal? You know, because you 
you might be right in the middle, you know, um, where I, I often find myself some days, you know, where I'm, I'm, I'm just too. in the middle. Like I think you know, majority of us are now moving from our right and left wing, you know, extremes to the middle. Yeah. I, I, I dig that. Um, so switching off topics or not topics, but politics. Yeah. Topics too. Um, to a little lighter subject, you know, we normally talk about shows and stuff. So what, what have you been seeing during the quarantine? Uh, what have you been binging? Uh, binging Netflix, um, Hulu. I started watching Snowfall from season one, but then I, I fell off. Uh, it's a good show though. Um, yeah, then, I still got to watch that. But then, um, I started why I did watch all of Cobra Kai, which is very Bruh. good. Who knew? Yeah, exactly. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew Johnny was such like he's not the bad guy. I don't care what nobody says now. Like Daniel went in there. It was all the Russo. Stole this girl. It was all the Russo, man. Man, what's uh dirty dude? Yeah. Russo's a dirty all, dude. All he wanted to do, he was having a good life until LaRusso moved into his neighborhood and started going yeah. to his school. It's so funny how the karate kid makes Johnny look like such a bully. Right. But then this show flips it on you and it's like, and I'm not going to say LaRusso bullied him because he didn't, but he caused problems for his life. And then you also get into like his relationship with uh, Crease and you can kind of see like where his teaching kind of steered Johnny wrong yeah. in times. And also know? his but, stepfather. Yeah. And his stepfather, you know, so it's just, it's so interesting, man. I'm like, and then even, in his life now, like he just wants to do right, but stuff just keeps going wrong, man. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have not watched Cobra Kai, you have to. Like, I was so against it because it was on YouTube. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, man, I'm not watching that. And everybody's like, no, nah, man, it's super good. I was like, I don't care. It's on YouTube and they want you to pay for it. I'm not watching it. I'm All not right. paying for nothing on YouTube. And then it dropped on Netflix. I was like, all right, I guess I'll go ahead and watch it. Man, I feel like I messed up. <laughs> I should have been. <laughs> Binge this mug. Like, I can't wait for season three. One of the best things that I've seen in a while. And the fighting's only getting better in the show. Yeah. Some of the kids look like they can actually yeah, fight. Okay, Some I of them wait. look like they can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the like the girl from Cobra Kai, the black girl from Cobra Kai. She she looked like one of those that looked like she was just, you know, she can't do it, but she's trying the best that she can. But uh the two boys, that they're their sons. Yeah. Uh, I don't say sons because Johnny doesn't have, I mean, he's hit Johnny's son and the Miguel. other boy, yeah, Miguel from across the hall. From his yeah. Apartment now, Miguel can fight. Yeah. Both of them can fight. Dude, There's uh, something about Johnny's son that I don't like, though. Like, he, I don't like his fighting style or something. He reminds me of a, a trail from Never in the Story. He does. <laughs> you, you know who else he reminds me of? He reminds me of Sean from Boy Meets World. He does, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it may be because the hair. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. When, when, at the end of season two, when Miguel, you know what I'm saying, uh, when they got the fighting and Miguel, ha- what happened to Miguel, I don't want to give a spoiler, but I guess I can. But at the end, when uh, Miguel got hurt, I was like, oh, yeah. man, no, not him. So yeah. I, it definitely draws you in. It's definitely a good story. Not 100%. And uh, season three is supposed to bring back Elizabeth Shue, who plays uh, the love interest from the first one. So that's yep. definitely going to be interesting to see how she 
plays into it. Yeah, yeah. Might even get uh, a divorce coming for uh, Larusso. You, hey, it's setting up that way, man. <laughs> like he messing up. He out here clowning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than you, I can't think of anything else that I, I mean, I watched Old Guard. And I watched, you know, what I'm saying Extraction. Uh, Project Power. Who? Project Power with uh, Project Jamie Foxx. Yeah, with Jamie Foxx. That was a real good one. The, the plot wasn't all there for me. Um, mm. Overall, you know, graphic-wise, it was good, but it's just the, the, the plot of the movie itself wasn't all, all there. It, it was a bunch of backstory that they, like, raced through. Yeah. And they expected you to catch up. Definitely should have been a miniseries or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, what have I been looking at that you hadn't mentioned? I'm on Power Book Two, which yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm uh, boycotting. Yeah, nah, it's 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 not bad so far. Mary J. Blige is doing her thing. It's some new characters that's really interesting. So uh, we'll see how that pans out. Uh, the guy that played Bobby Brown in New Edition and the Bobby Brown uh, story, he's doing his thing on it too. So. Uh, you know, it, it, that's that's making it interesting. Um, also watching Lovecraft Country, which is I haven't seen that either. Crazy. I don't I don't know what's happening. Uh, like I can I can't even tell you what this. Well, I can tell you what the story is. Kind of. I mean, it's, it's essentially racism uh, stemming from you know segregation and everything because that's still a thing. But on top of that, it's a lot of supernatural forces at play. Okay. So it's like you get you get layers of just, you know, kind of horror to black people. You know what I mean? Because you get ghosts, you get monsters, and you get racism. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a very creative show, I would say. Um, what else am I looking at here? You watch Umbrella Academy? I did. Yep. Yep. Check that out. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I liked it a lot better. I like season two, I think, a lot better than season one. Um just the era they was in and kind of some of the stuff that they did. Anytime you start playing with racism, I kind of like, I don't know I think why. everybody's um, everybody's leaning that way, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting them to go there, but they did. And, I mean, it, it worked, with, but uh, it, was just, it was just, like, weird. Yeah, the boys, uh, I'm not happy with the the way they're releasing stuff, but, like, the they, they've thrown some of that in there, too, mm-hmm. a little racism. Uh, they just this past episode, what's that? All oh of, yeah, all, all the episodes. episodes. Yeah, oh, what they waiting on? Man. I know. Um, I'm watching uh, Raised by Wolves on HBO Max. Uh, you gotta have an app to watch it. Um, that's real interesting. Sci-fi. It's kind of like a, in the vein of Prometheus. Um, it's done by uh, Wrigley Scott and his son. Okay. So it's, that's been real no, good. I haven't seen that uh, either. I just binged uh, Quibi's uh, Kevin Hart's Die Hard. Is that how's that? It's good, man, but I hate. I don't like Quibi's format. Like, I don't uh-huh. like that. Like Quibi. having the because I, yeah, I had to. It's like commercials. You know what I mean? It's like commercial breaks. So they're shooting movies and then breaking them up into commercial breaks, and it's just kind of like, you know, I'm gonna binge this all at once, right? Like, you're gonna right. give me ten episodes of eight minutes. Like, I'm going to binge this all at once. Uh, so it, it turned out to be really good. I like the John Travolta. It's probably one of the best roles he's played since like Face Off. <laughs> like he's just like that crazy type character again. So uh, 
nah, that was cool. And now I'm watching uh hashtag free Rayshon or something like that. I think it's what it's called. It's on Quibi too. And that's with uh Orange Fishburne. Yeah, nah, that that one so far has been it's it's really good. It's uh pretty much he's he was doing a buy with the police, uh some undercover agents. He was doing a buy and then he chickened out at the last second. But then they they wanted the bus, so they tried to frame him. Now he's like back at his house, uh trying to pretty much speak to the DA to tell his side before the cops come in and kill him. Okay. Essentially is what it is. And it's got uh one of the 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 women from um Hamilton in it, uh the one that was the youngest Skylar sister and uh, uh the mistress. Uh she's in it as well. Okay. So, uh, so that speaking of Hamilton, that was another one that I watched <clears throat> on Disney. Uh, oh man, Hamilton's great. <laughs> Hamilton is. It is. I, I was. A I banged the soundtrack. I was too, man. I was too. But I, we went to see the play, and then when we, it came out on Disney Plus, it just brought back like all the good stuff that I liked from the play. <laughs> yeah. I, nah. I was. I watched it, and um, I I ran it back. Like I ran it immediately back because uh. I don't know what happened, but somehow Rhea missed a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. And I was I was at the end. So I just ran it all the way back and just watched it all over again. And I had no problem with that. Like it was that good. Yeah, it, and it then I downloaded good. the soundtrack and I cut the grass listening to Hamilton. Like I don't care what nobody's <laughs> like, it's it's just a good, like I'm surprised at how good this musical was. Cause I, I was ready to hate on it because everybody loved it. Like it was just the rage for so many years. Like, oh Hamilton's the greatest thing. I was like, it can't be. Right. No, it is. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> like it was so good. <laughs> I think that uh this the, the best part of that musical part of it for me was the uh, the wedding scene when they did it in reverse. Yeah. Oh man, that was like that was like a brilliant you know, mind play for me to, to, to yeah. see how everything played out. That was good. Nah, I love that. I love everything that uh, I can't think of the gentleman's name, but he plays Lafayette and uh, and um, uh, Jefferson. Uh, every time he's in the scene, he steals it. I think David. I think is his name, David. Uh, he's also on Blackish. As, oh, uh, yeah, Rainbow's yeah, yeah, brother. With, the, with the curly yeah. hair. Yeah, 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 nah, he's he's cold. Which brings me to another, because yeah. since the pandemic, we went back and uh, I, was, I was watching The Get Down with my wife, and he's in that as, like, the older version yeah. of the rapper. and But it's not his voice, uh-huh. it's like Nas. And I'm like, why didn't they use him? He can rap. Like, why wouldn't they just use him? Like, I get that Nas wrote it, but why wouldn't you, like, it's weird. And then if you look at the credits, it's like somebody completely different for the credits. So I don't know what's happening with that. But clearly, unless somebody just sounds like Nas, that's Nas. And I know right. Nas is a producer on the show anyway, so I don't know why. It's, he's using a pseudonym or something? I don't know. It's weird. But, yeah, I wish that show wouldn't have got canceled. But we ran back through, or I ran back through it, had my wife watch it for the first time. Get down. Yeah, yeah. Uh- I don't. I can't remember, but I watched Ozark season three. Uh, I can't remember if that was in January or I can't remember when it came out or whatever. But I don't know. It was twenty twenty. Yeah, it's been twenty twenty. Oh, P Valley on Stars. I ran through that. That's pretty good. Yeah, um, strip that. club in 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 Mississippi, uh, some city on the verge of 
Chuck Chuck Elisa or something like that. Um on the verge of like Mississippi and, and Memphis, Tennessee. I think it's supposed to touch North Carolina too, because they talk about how close it is to like three different, you know, it's close to three different states. Mississippi, Mississippi is not close to North Carolina. Well, maybe it's not North Carolina. I don't know. You don't they know your geographic hit. Nah, <laughs> the city, I mean, the states that's touching Mississippi is uh is this Tennessee, Alabama, and Louisiana. Maybe even maybe, maybe Arkansas. Maybe even Arkansas. Maybe it's out. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> but anyway, I know it's close by. I know it's close to Memphis because when I first started watching the show, I thought it was actually took place in Memphis until they finally said where it was at because uh, the accents sound like Memphis, you know, for most of the part. And then you start to get a little Mississippi accent in there, but like they super cut. It's hilarious to hear like their dialect or some of the characters because some not all of them talk that way. It's got Isaiah Washington in it, which he does fantastic in it. He's hilarious in it, actually, as their mayor. Um, but yeah, check that out if you haven't seen it. Uh, P Valley on Stars is uh, highly yeah. recommended. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you you spoke about Nas, and that made me think about the different type of music that's been coming out. And there's been a lot of music that's been coming out here, pretty you know, what I'm saying here lately that I've enjoyed also. Um, yeah. So, and here, just here recently, the the, the what, an album that I like the most now is uh, Big Sean's new album. Yeah, Kill Big Sean's album is nice. That's real nice. Uh, yeah. Nas' album is nice. Uh, Nas I don't is know nice. Lecrae's last album, if yep. you like, you know, Lecrae. something. Yep. Yeah. Um, who else? I... Yeah, Logic had one come out that nobody talked about and I think it came out earlier this year actually but I kind of like that one his last project yeah uh no pressure I don't think I um, I don't think I missed that I think I missed that one yeah yeah I don't know how the I missed baby, that. I try to check him out every Friday the baby put out a deluxe album like it's it's part of his last album but he put like five or six new songs yeah, on I there but like and he talk about the like you know he, you can tell he just did it you know what I mean because yeah. he's talking about current times and stuff so uh, I'm waiting on J. Cole, man. I don't know. I was I, I heard one of his uh songs he's released in the past like month or so on the radio today. And I was like, where's his album at? He has like three songs that's like unreleased to an album. So mm-hmm. um Snow on the Bluff being one of them, actually being like the first one of them. So hopefully he come out with something pretty soon. Uh, we've been talking. It's like, where's Kendrick at? You know, Man, he, he heard he, I don't know what the heck he doing. Man, I feel like uh, what's my man name? Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. He he should have something at this point by now. You know, it's a couple of artists that maybe like. he's working on another Atlanta season. Maybe, maybe, but then, you know, not really. Cause ain't no production, ain't no filming been like filming's just now getting back. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Out of, out of, of all shows. the cities in the United States, Atlanta was probably the first to reopen everything. That's true, but it's filming is a different story. You I got agree. A lot of people on set. I um, agree. But it takes nothing for you to go to studio to the studio with your producer and your and your uh, engineer and and kick something out now. I say that like it's easy, like it's an easy process and everybody just got verses in their heads. Uh, but you would just think that some of these more political minded people um, would probably have something to say during this time. Um, and we haven't seen a lot of it. 
which nah. is kind of surprising. No, we haven't. Everybody just been on their own chills type stuff, you know what I'm saying? Getting their life back in order to yeah. maybe not to exactly. their normal, you know, yeah. before the fame, you know what I'm saying? Right. Which I can't say I've been productive during this time. You know, I'm a creative as far as uh like films, so I ain't shot nothing. Um, however, I do have a, a film in the International Black Film Festival that's going to premiere here in like uh, a week or two. Uh, it's here in Nashville, but it's going to be online. So if you get a chance, International Black Film Festival, uh, look at that. I got short in that. Um, I'm probably going to release uh, an older uh, video of mine uh, called Real News uh, here in the next, because I've never released it um, mm -hmm. to the masses. So I, I'm going to release that probably tomorrow, actually. Okay. Uh, okay. Just, just to kind of, and, it, and it, 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 it's in the current climate, like, you know what I mean? Like, we're still within that climate, so it's, it still makes sense. To do it's that. still relevant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, but other than that, man, like I ain't been real productive. Like I've been Call of Duty, you know what I mean? Like I've been just 2K, you know. So yeah, Call of Duty is definitely a a pastime of mine. <laughs> yeah, nah, you Absolutely. you've become quite addictive. <laughs> addicted. Hey, you know? if you sitting in the house ain't doing nothing, hey, it might as well. Yeah. Um, another right. back on music real quick. Another good thing that came out of this was the free concerts we've been getting. On, oh, yeah. The on battles versus. and the verses. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Swiss Beats and Timbaland for putting all that together, man. So yeah. very, very good stuff. Giving back to all of the fans for free. All of these mm -hmm. great concerts that we've been getting. I yep. think the only weird one was the Monica and Brandy one. Other than that, everybody else has been great. That did the most, though. <laughs> you, you realize that, right? Like, they had the most live views. Yeah. They had the most live streams. Like because everybody was people waiting for love Monica to pop off. I, I think. See, I look at it from like I don't, I don't, I'm not a fan of either one of them. Never mm -hmm. really have been. Never been like. I never took to their music, but like my wife was super hyped for it the entire time. Not she really. had it like blasting because she was a fan of both of theirs. So like it made sense for her. To me, like I was like, yeah, put your headphones on. You know what I mean? Just because I didn't want to hear it. Like I'm cool without it. And it was a couple, I will say they did play a couple songs that I forgot they did that I actually did enjoy. Uh, but it wasn't that many. Like it was just mm -hmm. a, a little handful. A handful. Um, yeah. Yeah. It went like Ross and uh, 2 Chains, which like I don't think it did as well, but like I wasn't rocking with pretty much every one of them songs, like because I like all those right. songs. So yeah, it's just preference. Yeah, I, I like yeah, it is definitely. And but uh yeah, shout out to them. Um yeah, good music. Hopefully they'll keep that going even when we get out of this pandemic. And you know, I know I understand they need to make a living too, and people pay for it still. But you know, yeah. throw in a, a free concert every now and again, even if you just, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, from your house, just yeah. playing records. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Speaking on that, uh, you talking about music it just made me think about the No Limit documentary that came out on BET. Uh, that's a good one. BET, that was during this time. BET that was been good. good. Yeah, I didn't finish the Rough Rider one, but I did start it. I got like three episodes, three four episodes in, and then. I don't know. I just got sidetracked, so I need to finish that one. So, if you if you finish the No Limit one, how do you feel about how 
uh, the whole C murder Master P event is playing out? Like, do you think that he did him dirty by not, you know what I'm saying, fighting for him as much as he probably can? Or do you think that he is fighting for him as much as he can? He just letting them, uh, is there's nothing much he can do because of the legal system? I mean, there's definitely nothing much he can do because of the legal system. Um, I think he did, I mean, he even said that he distances distanced himself from C murder when it first happened. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, it's, you did it, you know, or you was not even that he did it, but he was in that lifestyle. So, you know, he made those choices to be at that club and all that type of stuff. Um, after watching documentary, I don't know. I ain't never, I, I, I didn't know much about the case at all. Um, but I don't feel like C murder did it now especially after the dude recanted and all that type of stuff. Like, I don't understand why he's not getting a new trial. Right. Um, so it's just, I wish he didn't hadn't put himself in that situation where he was, you know, there and all that type of stuff. So I, I understand where P came from in the beginning, especially when he was still kind of at the height of success. He was trying to protect his empire and all that right. type of stuff, even though that is his brother. But he told his brother to knock it off, too. So, like, at, at what point do you allow somebody to kind of learn a lesson? Right. But I think this lesson has gone on for too long. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's learned what yeah. he needs I mean, to he's, learn. He's in there for life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Which I don't, I don't think, you want me to I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think P thought that was going to be the case. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when he started dissing himself from C-Murder. I think if he, I think if he could go back, he probably would do things differently. Mm-hmm. Probably so. Probably right. And I think both of them definitely would, you know, in yeah. hindsight. Um, like you say, he, he has a family. He wants to see them outside of those bars just as much as, you know, his family want to see him outside of those bars. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants to, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we make mistakes, but do people earn, you know, deserve second chances, which is that's what he's asking for is a second chance and, and to prove his innocence. I mean, the one thing is, you know, saying proving your innocence. You know, there's, you know, hundreds of people in prison are saying that I'm in here for, you know, for the wrong reason, but they never get right. even the half the attention that he's getting now based on, you know what I'm saying, just because of who he is. Right. Yeah. 100%. I hope it work out for him, though. And I, I hope prison reform altogether comes about. Um, we've made some strides, but, you know. Actually, what's crazy is in the past year, like it's been a lot of cases that's been overturned and people being free for uh, stuff that they didn't do. Um, so, I mean, that's interesting to watch in itself. Yeah. You know, just how how the legal system's kind of going. Um, so, hopefully, it works out for C Murder as well. So, it was definitely good to hear about all that music. And listening yeah. to it when, while he was going through those chronicles, the, you know, the, oh, yeah. the no women. The, the, and I didn't even know he was in the Bay Area. I didn't know he, he that's I where he kind of started his music thing. I didn't either. I thought he was all. I thought he came Orleans. straight from New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. I thought, I thought Mr. Ice Cream Man was like the first, you know, <laughs> one of the first tracks that he did. You no. Know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Turned out he had like 10 other joints before that. <laughs> yeah. Full albums. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but the, the 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 Rough Rider one was pretty good too, though. But DMX, unfortunately, yeah. you know he he has a, a vice that he can't shake. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, going back through their story and then just listening to all of the different uh, concerts that he did with Rough Riders, and they partnered with Cash Money and Rough Riders, and 
you know what I'm saying, Def Jam, which was probably yeah. the best concert, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. of all yeah. time. Hard Knock Life Tour. <laughs> I, I hate that I missed it, you know, uh, I know. physically, but I definitely watched it online. Well, not online, yeah. but, you know what I'm saying, on, on the, the movie, yeah. the movie they did, yeah. So yep, yeah, BET nah. is doing some good stuff as well. They, they're turning, they're trying to, they're slowly, I don't want to say slowly, they are turning their brand around from just being the corny, you know what I'm saying, black TV show now that they used to be. You know, when they first right. came out, it was great. And then it's kind of slowly faded away. And now it's, you know, it's bringing it back, you know what I'm saying, that yeah. good black feeling. To, right. This yeah. BET is something that you want to watch. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. Uh, but I think we're gonna end it there for today, man. We're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to get another one next week, man, so we can keep this thing going. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. One hundred percent. I'm on it. I'm on it. Just, we just we need to do this. You know, we ain't got to be together. You know, we ain't got to be together. Be together. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. There's other uh, ways. Yeah. All right, then, brother. All right, man. It's good talking to you. Uh, See you next week, man. As always. All right. Peace. Yeah.